Hi everyone, I'm your host, Jaco Selka, and you are listening to Hopefully Sustainable. Each week, I'm going to talk to extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things to make the world a more sustainable place. My goal is for this episode to leave you feeling hopeful about an idea, a person, or the world in general. Thank you for joining me in this conversation, and all together we can be hopefully sustainable. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Hopefully Sustainable. Wherever you are listening from, I hope that you are staying safe, healthy, and warm. In today's episode, I am excited to introduce you all to one of my former supervisors during my time at the University of Georgia. Tira Byers not only serves as the program coordinator in the University of Georgia Office of Sustainability, but she also serves as the director of the Interdisciplinary Sustainability Certificate. During my time at the University of Georgia, I had the opportunity to join the Sustainability Certificate Program and to intern at the Office of Sustainability for two years with Tira Byers as my supervisor. My time at UGA in the Sustainability Program played an immense role in helping me get to where I am today. By joining the sustainability program, I truly found my community and I made so many friends that I still have to this date. It also helped me realize my passion for sustainability and helped me get to where I am today, hosting this podcast and now working in a full-time job as a sustainability analyst. Tira Byers and offices of sustainability across the U.S play an immense role in bringing sustainability to the forefront at universities and college campuses all over the United States. It's really important that colleges and universities have a seat at the table when it comes to conversations around sustainability and climate change. Tira is going to tell us all about her role at the UGA Office of Sustainability and how the Office of Sustainability functions at the University of Georgia. She's also going to give us so much hope by telling us about all of the incredible students that she works with in the Sustainability Certificate Program. I hope that from this episode, you can learn about the important role that offices of sustainability play on college campuses across the U.S. Tira is doing incredible work, and I'm really excited to share that with you all today. So enjoy today's episode. Tira, I'm really excited to have you on today. You were someone who really inspired me throughout my college journey and helped me discover my passion for sustainability. So I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today. I had the opportunity to work with you for two years as I interned at the Office of Sustainability. And I know some of my listeners already know who you are, but for all the other listeners, can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. And just starting off saying thank you, Daco, for having me on. I really appreciate being here and I'm excited to have this conversation. So my name is Tara Byers. I am currently the director of the sustainability certificate at the University of Georgia. And I also work in the office of sustainability at the University of Georgia, where we work together when you interned here. Yes, you do it all. You are very involved in the sustainability world at UGA. And as I mentioned, I had the opportunity to intern at the Office of Sustainability where you were my supervisor, but I'm curious to find out more about the journey that led up to your time at UGA. 
at what point in your life did you become really interested in environmental issues or was it just something that you were always passionate about? Great question. So I think I was always interested in the natural world. Growing up, spending a lot of time outside, my father was an architectural historian, so really interested in historic preservation and cultural importance of place. So that was the background that I was coming from when I went to undergrad. And I think we've had this conversation before in that sustainability was not a field when I started, you know, back in the day when I went to undergrad. I went to the University of California at Berkeley and dabbled a bit trying to figure out a major that could connect a lot of the different interests I had. So from anthropology to psychology, I was in environmental science, and then I finally found the conservation and resource studies department, which is essentially sustainability. It's a lot of history and policy and law and ecology and ethics and philosophy. So really combining together a lot of the interdisciplinary aspects of developing a sustainable future. So I did that for undergraduate and then for graduate school. Well, I worked for about a year, once again, dabbling in different areas, doing some advocacy for Greenpeace. I worked on an organic farm. I traveled for a bit. And then I went back to graduate school in environmental science and management at the Bren School at UC Santa Barbara and in California as well. And that major was a lot more um, science policy, hands-on applied focus. So I finished my degree there, and then I worked as a planner for a while for Santa Barbara County, so doing a lot of regulation and environmental review and permitting and long-range planning in that area, and then moved to Washington State, where I managed the programs for a conservation district, which covered the uh, islands that make up the San Juan Islands near the top corner of Washington State, almost to um, Vancouver. So I did that for a year and a half or so, and then I moved to New Hampshire and started working in the Office of Sustainability at the University of New Hampshire. And I've been working in sustainability and higher ed ever since. So I worked there for about six years and then came to the University of Georgia in 2008, spent some time in the River Basin Center here before the Office of Sustainability formed at the University of Georgia. And then once the Office of Sustainability formed, I moved over here and have been here ever since. Wow. Well, you have a breadth of experience in the sustainability field, and it's interesting to hear about all of the different types of jobs you held in the sustainability field. Can you tell us a little bit more about the different jobs that you held and how each one kind of got you to the next one? When I came out of college, I wasn't sure exactly what direction. I knew I was really interested in sustainability. I knew I was interested in working in a field where I was improving things for people and the planet, but I wasn't exactly sure which direction I wanted to take. Um, I mentioned I, I spent some time on an organic farm. I was really interested in agriculture and farming. I forgot to touch on, I worked in a landscape architecture office for a while. I thought that might be a direction I wanted to go. Um, did some advocacy work and then moved into the governmental sector with planning, enjoyed my time there, but it was very focused on the, the regulatory permitting piece. And I wanted to do a little bit more uh, innovation and um, engagement with the community. So mm -hmm. the conservation district, I was doing a lot of working with landowners and having public forums and education and outreach, which was exciting and fun. 
And then moving into the higher education arena, I really love working on university campuses. It's where our innovation and research and cutting edge uh, thinking is happening. It's also a point in people's lives when they attend undergrad and graduate school that are really, it's really formative. It's when you're thinking about and understanding who you are and your place in the world and where you wanna go with that. So I love mm -hmm. being a part of that process. And then the universities themselves operate like small cities. There's tremendous opportunity for piloting interesting and innovative projects that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do outside of a university campus. So I really love working in higher ed in sustainability, um, both at the University of New Hampshire and then at University of Georgia. I think your journey through all these different sustainability jobs just really shows how many different pathways you can take in the sustainability field. I know a lot of times people think of more just the environmental or science jobs within the sustainability field, but there's really so many different pathways that you can take through economics or city planning or all of the different aspects of the sustainability world that you just mentioned. Yeah, I really appreciate that, Jacob, because I think when I first started out with a focus on environmentalism and environmental studies, it's really expanded from them. It was this immediate realization that we can't solve these environmental problems if we're not also solving for the social and economic problems and we have to integrate them and think about them together. So I think my journey initially was a lot more environmentally focused and is now expanded to really be inclusive of social and economic spheres as well when we're trying to innovate these sustainability solutions and just tackle the huge challenges we have ahead in a way that is um, systemic and looks at all angles and incorporates all the different spheres. Yes, I definitely think that is a realization or something that has really been progressing over the last few years is this realization that all three pillars of sustainability really have to be in balance and we can't solve one issue without considering all of the issues and all of the different parties involved. You now serve as program coordinator for the University of Georgia's Office of Sustainability. When you arrived at UGA, was there already an Office of Sustainability in existence or was that something that came to be after you had already joined UGA? Great question. So when I came here, I was moving from the University of New Hampshire, which had a very established Office of Sustainability. It received a big endowment, and so it was really a part of the fabric of the university. When I came to University of Georgia, there was lots going on in terms of sustainability, but it was there was no centralization or coordination between those different initiatives. So there was not an Office of Sustainability, and what was exciting for me coming here is seeing the student enthusiasm and passion channeled towards a cause. So the Office of Sustainability here came into being because students voted to self-impose a $3 per semester green fee specifically to fund an Office of Sustainability. So it was exciting to be around that momentum and initiative and passion the students had to make the Office of Sustainability happen. And then because that was the driving force and a lot of our funding comes from that student green fee, our focus has really been on students and encouraging and fostering their ideas and on the student internship program and the student grants, which you also had one of. Uh, so I think that that student focus has been really exciting to watch develop and be part of. 
Well, I think it's really amazing to know that students were really the group of people who kickstarted the whole sustainability program at UGA. And it really shows the interest in students in pursuing this field. And when I was there, I know from my experience that there were so many students who were passionate about sustainability. And this was all kind of streamlined through the Office of Sustainability. Can you tell us a little bit about what the overall function of an Office of Sustainability is at a university? Absolutely. So Office of Sustainability, we see our mission is to coordinate, communicate, connect, and advance sustainability initiatives on campus. So being a facilitator and connector between all the great work that's going on across campus. So whether that be connecting interdisciplinary faculty through hands-on projects or just introductions or workshops or faculty learning communities where they can come together, or connecting our operational staff with faculty researchers and service personnel at UGA so that we can use the campus as a living laboratory. As you know, UGA has a big emphasis on experiential learning. So trying to connect the folks managing the campus with the academics and, and research and service so that we can develop and enhance spaces that they can use for experiential learning. So really a connector between the different areas of the university when the administration was first looking at an Office of Sustainability, there was a task force that identified all the different initiatives that were going on, and there's a task force report out there somewhere from that initial effort. Uh, but one of the pieces it identified is that there was lots going on in different areas, but we needed to better facilitate and connect those initiatives in order to do more collectively. So that's definitely our role is connecting and supporting and enhancing and facilitating the great work that's going on across campus. That's such an important role, and I know I've talked about this in multiple episodes throughout the podcast, but a big issue that comes up a lot is people feel like everyone's kind of working in their individual silos, and there's a lot of great work going on, but imagine if everyone came together and shared the different work that they were doing, I think a lot more could be accomplished. So I think that's a really, the Office of Sustainability plays a really important role on these universities. How does the Office of Sustainability work with the university to promote their mission? Have there been any challenges or do you think most universities are really supportive of the mission of their offices of sustainability? Certainly. So I think that the way offices of sustainability work on different campuses varies depending on which campus you're at. So University of New Hampshire, where I was at before, there's a chief sustainability officer who reports to the university president. At the University of Georgia, the Office of Sustainability is within the Facilities Management Division, which is within the finance and administrative arm of the university. So that's where it lies, although some of the initiatives are broader. So I'm currently directing the sustainability certificate, which is a really interdisciplinary program, draws from pretty much every major on campus and is facilitated by many different faculty on campus as well for exactly what you're saying, those like conversations where we're connecting and crossing out of those silos to create, generate, collaborate better solutions. On a high level, why do you think it's important for universities to be involved in these conversations around climate change and sustainability? I know recently there's a lot of cities who are opening their offices of sustainability and 
there's the government and all the different businesses involved in the conversation. So why do you think universities deserve to be at the table and are important to have in these conversations? Sure. So I think I touched on this a little bit before, but I think universities are kind of the hotbed for innovative research and tackling some of these large-scale problems. It is the formative time in, in people's lives when they are uh, learning and growing and deciding where they want to go with their careers. We have the opportunity to pilot things on campus that wouldn't be possible other places. And then, you know, UGA also has this service mission. We're meant to serve the state of Georgia. So we have this mission. Um, our broad mission, UGA, is healthier people, stronger communities, and a more secure future, which is really essentially sustainability. How do we ensure that all people can thrive now and in the future? So it's, it's embedded into the fabric of who we are as an institution and the offices really just help facilitate that through the various connections and programming. As you mentioned earlier, you serve as the program coordinator in the Office of Sustainability, but you are also the director of the Interdisciplinary Sustainability Certificate. And a lot of my past guests have told me that they find hope in this generation of youth and the students who are about to graduate. So for someone listening who may feel a little pessimistic about the state of the world, what would you tell them about all of the amazing students that you work with? I am so inspired by the students that I work with. Young people today, they come in already knowing and understanding a lot of the issues that my generation had to learn through their college experience. And then what I'm particularly excited about is students today, they don't just want to get an education and get a job. They want to get an education, a job that means something. They want to be able to do work that contributes and gives back and feels like it has a purpose. And I think that is really exciting. And all of these young people going out and graduating, including you, um, as you're uh, launching your sustainability career and journey, um, is going to bring broad scale change. And because this programs like the sustainability certificate are so interdisciplinary. So we have students in the program who are in economics or supply chain management or fashion merchandising or art, ecology, engineering, and it's just across the board. So they're going off into every field that you can imagine infusing sustainability broadly so that we can collectively create this momentum and change. So I just think we're at a turning point in terms of that young energy towards purpose and meaning and how do we live our values, not just in our personal lives, but in our professional lives as well. Yes. Well, during my time in the sustainability certificate and as an intern, I was just constantly inspired by all of the people around me. And as you mentioned, all of the students are super passionate and really want to contribute to the world in a positive way and find jobs where they can serve the communities around them. So I think that's a really amazing and hopeful thing for this next generation who is about to graduate. And for the listeners who specifically are students or who are about to go to college, I wanted to ask you, I know sustainability is sort of a new field, so it can be a little challenging for students to navigate or for people who are interested in moving into a career in sustainability, what advice would you give to students? I would advise to find their own uh, passion and then also to 
think about the things that they enjoy and that they're and they're good at. So if you are really good and love data science, go and study data science with a sustainability framework. If you love and are passionate about sculpture, then study sculpture with the sustainability framework and emphasis to discover what it is that you really love and enjoy and feel passionate about. And sustainability can be infused and incorporated into that in a way that affects positive change in the future. So I think so much of undergraduate and postgraduate too is discovering you know, who you are, what you love, what you're good at, and how to leverage those things to create the kind of change in the world that you wanna see. One takeaway that I really got from my time at UGA in the sustainability program was that you don't have to have a job after college that has sustainability in the title. And personally, I do have sustainability in my job title, but I have a ton of friends who work in the sustainability field who you wouldn't necessarily know maybe that they do sustainability or it's not specifically in their job title. But what I learned is that you can truly bring sustainability into any single job that you're doing. So whether it is a job that has absolutely nothing to do with sustainability and you start a sustainability program or implement recycling at the company. We had an earlier episode with one of my fellow interns, Elizabeth Doherty, and I really encourage everyone to listen to that episode if you are not working in the sustainability field but want to try and bring sustainability into your job because you truly can bring sustainability into any job that you do. And one thing that you really ingrained in me as my supervisor that I wanted to hit on was that you really made sure that all of the female interns felt and knew that we had the same potential to find an equally amazing job as any of the men in our field. And you made sure that all of the female interns really made sure that their thoughts and ideas were seen as important and valuable. So as a female in the sustainability field, I just wanted to ask you what your experience has been like and why you are so passionate about ensuring that all of the students you work with know this to be true. Great question. I so appreciate this, Jayco. I think it's really interesting because if you look at the demographics of who is studying sustainability right now, so if you look at either our internship program or the sustainability certificate program, they're both probably about 70% women. So that that's just an interesting note. I don't know why that is or, or what that means for um, future direction. It is not necessarily true in leadership positions outside of, of academia right now. Um, and on the other hand, as women, we are subject to cultural norms and prejudices and, and attitudes, both that we put on ourselves and in the way that we interact with others. Um, so I think it's really important to, to counteract that and understand that and try and avoid things that uh, might keep us in certain categories. And then on the other hand, I, so I've experienced privilege as a, I mean, uh, prejudice as a woman, but I also experience privilege as a white woman. So there's, understanding kind of different power dynamics and and constant like lifelong learning on how I can use my own place to amplify and lift up others as well. So it's really a nuanced and an interesting area. 
In terms of uh, mentoring with students in the internship program and through the certificate, I think that we have a lot of cultural norms as, as women to make ourselves and our ideas smaller. So we you know, cross our legs and our arms and we might lean back and then we might bring in our ideas. Like I just worked on this aspect of this project instead of this is the part of the project I worked on and here's how it contributes to the whole, or this is probably a bad idea, but here's my idea instead of here's my idea and here's why I think it's important. So I think that is just something we all need to be aware of. Don't apologize for your contribution, own your contribution um, and your ideas. And I think we all are subject to Kind of cultural norms and biases and just being aware of them and then listening. So I have experienced them. I know I haven't experienced the extent that others have. So constantly trying to be open and listening and amplifying the voices of others in the room, understanding both how bias affects us and then how our bias affects others. It's a, a lifelong journey that is important to engage with and be intentional about no matter where we are career-wise. Yeah, I really agree with everything you just said. And I think it's really important for all of us to reflect on these wordings and phrasings of how women say, for example, how you just mentioned, I just did this, or this might be a bad idea. I feel like that's ingrained in a lot of us and we might not even realize that we are speaking like that and kind of diminishing our own contributions. So I think that's really important for us to reflect and realize that our contribution contributions are just as valuable as anyone else's. Definitely. During your time at the University of Georgia, you've had this really interesting and unique opportunity of working with students and professors. I wanted to ask you how you have seen the interest in and focus on sustainability grow and change amongst first the professors and the students. To start out with professors, I know personally for my time at UGA, I saw so many more classes being offered and more professors becoming more interested in offering sustainability-focused classes. So how have you seen the focus on sustainability grow and change amongst the faculty at UGA? That's a really interesting question, which I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about. I love the work I do with faculty. I have so many faculty colleagues across disciplines who have enjoyed our conversations and workshops and integrative projects. I think uh, the faculty at UGA are really cutting edge in terms of sustainability from a lot of different areas, which is exciting. We just had a faculty learning community meeting this morning and, you know, folks from um, landscape architecture and religion and women's studies and um, college of ag. So just these interdisciplinary conversations can be so rich. In terms of change, I think that there probably has been um, a shift to more focus on sustainability issues. What's been interesting is UGA initiated a few years back, I can't remember exactly when, um, the Freshman Odyssey, where it's intended to be small classes of 15 students for freshmen with a tenure track faculty member so they get to know them. And faculty could teach those on any subject they wanted to. And when you look through the subjects that they teach when it's 
not restricted at all to curriculum within their department, so many of those courses had sustainability focus and interest. So I, I think there's lots of interest and engagement out there. The challenge always in a siloed environment is facilitating and coordinating interdisciplinary collaboration and connection, which can just be challenging. But I think the faculty are up to the challenge. In terms of students, I the Stanley certificate has certainly grown. So it's been here for four years and we're currently hovering right around 300 students, which wow. is significantly more than a couple of years ago. And that interest, as I mentioned before, comes from every major. So I just see a lot of growing um, desire among every different discipline on campus to engage with this topic. I also have seen more and more jobs as I'm helping facilitate and mentor students who are getting ready to graduation, so many more jobs of sustainability in the title. It's much harder to keep track of because there are so many across different areas and fields. Uh, so I think that jobs are growing for post-graduation as well. So maybe not a super well-articulated answer to your question because I haven't thought it through so much, but I do think there, there's growing momentum, you know, the snowball going down a hill effect, like we are gathering speed, we're gathering more snow, um, gonna hit this critical moment where sustainability is a part of everything we're doing and not not just like, oh, the sustainability folks over there. Well, I remember when I was at UGA, hearing the story of how the sustainability certificate program started and how there was potentially maybe 20 students who would be interested in doing a sustainability certificate. And during my time there, there was over 100 students. And now to hear that there's over 300 students just shows how much the interest in sustainability and the passion among students is truly just growing and growing, which is really, really exciting to hear and gives me a lot of hope for the future to know that all of these students are going to be going into all of these new sustainability jobs that you mentioned. Definitely. Yeah, very excited to see the enthusiasm and interest. And it leads to such interesting conversations in our in our coursework for the certificate as well. When you have all these different disciplinary perspectives in the room, thinking about the same challenge, but from the lens that each of us is bringing. Over the next five to 10 years, looking ahead to the future, do you think that sustainability is going to just continue to take a more prominent role amongst all of the universities across the U.S. and across the globe? I think so and hope so. I, I would like to see it more embedded in everything that universities are doing. And I, I, I feel like I'm seeing that more across the U.S. and um, other countries as well, particularly in the use of the, the 17 UN Global Sustainable Development Goals. I feel like I see those more broadly incorporated into the fabric of different academic institutions and into what people are teaching and into just general conversations around sustainability. So I think that that is only going to continue to grow. And then if you look at the business world as well, you can see sustainability really growing in terms of companies' commitments and business as a force for good. So I feel like across the board, we're going to see more 
um, you know, this idea in the back of my head is someday we won't need sustainability. Like sustainability will be so ingrained into everything we're doing. We won't even need to talk about it as sustainability because it will just be the way that we do things. So I guess that's big picture vision somewhere down the line. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about that we wouldn't need necessarily an office of sustainability or a specific sustainability certificate. It would just be ingrained in everything that we do. That's really interesting to think about. I have what could be a challenging question. Oh, no. I heard this question on another podcast and I thought it was really interesting. What has surprised you the most over your career in the sustainability field so far? Okay, so I think uh, a couple answers, not necessarily surprise, but I've been excited by the way so many disciplines have engaged with the concept and topic. So, you know, from different arts disciplines to theater to music over in that arena to, uh, you know, history and engineering. So the way the different disciplines have engaged has been not necessarily surprising, but exciting. You know, personally, I am always surprised by the pace of change. So I think early on when I began sustainability work, I had an unrealistic expectation of how quickly change could happen, particularly within large institutions. So I have a better understanding now that you have to spend a lot of time developing and forming relationships and laying the foundation, and then you move to the next step and the next step and the next step. So I'd say the, the pace of change was surprising to me and I have a better understanding of it now. And then sometimes you'll be surprised that the pace of change just takes up and happens really quickly. So I think I'm, I'm always most surprised by pacing, which is maybe not the best answer to that question, but it is always interesting to think about, you know, the sustainability certificate took us four years to figure out a way that something that is that interdisciplinary supported by nine different colleges on campus could work within an institution which is set up in separate colleges. So it takes time. I guess time was most surprising. <laughs> Well, I think that's important to think about even outside of universities, if it's just in our personal life, that all these small changes add up to make a big difference, but we're not just going to solve climate change in a year or a week or however long. It's going to take time, and that's okay because there's so many people who are working on it, but I think that's a really important realization is that it's going to take time. So we can't put the pressure on ourselves or set a timeline for solving all of these big issues. For the last question, I'm sure all of the listeners know that this question is coming. But as a little backstory, this question and the whole name of the podcast was inspired by my time in the sustainability program, where I really felt like there was always such a focus on hope and having a positive outlook on when the world can be really dreary and dark at times, especially when dealing with these heavy issues surrounding climate change and sustainability, the sustainability program really taught me that it's important to always have hope. So I wanted to ask you what you are hopeful about. 
It's such a great question. And I am so appreciative of Ron Balthazar, who was the original director of the sustainability certificate, because I feel like he did and does such a beautiful job of framing what our challenges are in a hopeful, positive way. And it's really important when we're talking about sustainability issues that can feel so daunting and so doom and gloom to see those positive stories of hope and change. So I mm -hmm. am also very appreciative of you for sharing those stories through your podcast. So that gives me hope. And I mentioned earlier, the students that I work with and the faculty that I work with certainly give me hope. This broadening and growing desire to be part of positive change, to have life with purpose, to give back through the work that we do. I find that really inspiring and it gives me a lot of hope for the future. Well, our educators and our mentors play such an important role in our lives. And I'm sure that everyone can think of various teachers, professors, and people who have inspired them. And for me, one of those people is you. So I'm really grateful that you came on Hopefully Sustainable. And I appreciate all of the incredible work that you're doing to inspire the next generation. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to learn more about today's guest or just say hello, check out the show notes and find us on Instagram at Hopefully Sustainable Pod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As you finish this episode, remember that we are all on a personal journey to make the world a better place, but it's all about progress, not perfection. Until next time, stay hopeful and stay sustainable.